0: E. G. Marshall, conductor of this occult omnibus, which stops at your station seven times each week. It is said of some people that they live in the past, but of course we know this isn't true. Nobody can actually, genuinely, physically live in the past. Yes, it's possible to spend one's life in reverie, in daydream, but live in the past? That's incredible. You can only live in the present. And the present is a vehicle that can only travel in one direction, forward, into the future. At least, that's what we've been led to believe.
1: You wouldn't want to be 19 again?
2: No, I wouldn't want to be 19 again.
1: It's better to be 55?
2: In some ways it is.
1: You wouldn't want to be 19? You wouldn't want to be back there?
2: Back where? Listen. up, Bill. Please, grow up. I have grown up, and I don't like it. Like it or not, you've got to live with it.
1: That's where you're wrong. I don't have to live with it. You don't have to live with it either. Come back with me.
2: Back where?
1: We can be 19 again. You're crazy. There's a key. I found the key. Bill, please. Zelda, I've got the key. I know how to go back. Come back, Zelda. Come Back with Me.
0: Our mystery drama, Come Back With Me, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Howard Da Silva. The city is a living organism, and because every living thing must one day die, the city must die too. Like the human beings who build it, the city has its periods of youth, maturity, and old age. The city dies by degrees. A house here, a street there, block by block, neighborhood by neighborhood. The boarded up Shuttered buildings stand empty, decayed, deserted, dead. But that part of the city, which still lives, continues to go through the motions. It sends water through the mains, electric current to illuminate the streetlights, and police cruisers on their slow patrols. Tonight, Officer Tom Bergen suddenly stiffens to attention behind the wheel of his car and loosens the strap of his holster. Just up ahead, a man is walking slowly along the sidewalk. And anyone out here, this time of the night, had better be questioned. Are you okay, sir?
1: Something wrong, officer? I know, sir. Well, then why do you stop me? Uh, I didn't stop you. I'm walking along the street, minding my own affairs, and you accost me as if I were a common criminal. No, I already asked you if something was wrong. Why should something be wrong? Well, sir, uh... Is this some sort of search and seizure? Or stop and frisk, as you might call it? Now, look, sir, you see a person out alone at night in this neighborhood... But what's wrong with this neighborhood? What's wrong with this neighborhood? Is there a better neighborhood in the entire city, in the whole world? You are insulting my neighborhood. Now, look, sir, I, I sure you assure you... You assure can- me of nothing... You imply that this neighborhood is a hotbed of vice, of crime, eh? I didn't say that. That was a nasty insinuation in your voice. Well, I only wanted to make sure you... There's an insult, and it's a fighting insult. Now, look.
0: You're just getting excited over
1: nothing. This is my neighborhood, and I'll fight for it. How can man die better than by facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? Well, how can he? Uh... I, I don't believe he can. Macaulay wrote that. Thomas Babington Macaulay. And when I was a kid, that's what we were taught in high school. They don't teach Horatius the bridge anymore. You know that, don't you? Well, yeah, I, I, I guess they don't. You know why, don't you? Because... Because it's not relevant. You hear that? It's not relevant. That's a great new word today. Relevant. ah uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Look, uh, how how would you like to... Honor, duty, respect, these things, they... Well, they just aren't relevant anymore. Why don't you get in, mister, and I'll give you a lift home. Uh, And I, I'm not relevant anymore, either. Now, look, it's very late, and you look to be a little unsteady on your feet. Tell me, officer, look me straight in the eye and tell me, what is relevant today? Like I said, it's very late, Oh, no, it's early, it's very early. The crowd is first starting to get together at Morrissey's. Morrissey's? Jack Morrissey's? You, you mean you're the cop on this beat and you never heard of Jack Morrissey's? Everybody from the neighborhood goes there.
0: Oh, sure, sure. There used to be a Jack Morrissey's saloon, but you're going back 30, 35 years. It's here now.
1: Right here. Look, Mr. Hennie, minute now. It's going to start to rain, so don't you think you're... It's better... okay, officer. I'll just go into Morrissey's. See you later. Sir, you can't go anywhere. That's an old, condemned, boarded-up building. Oh, you're a pretty good guy for a cop. Come on in. Let me buy you a beer. Well, where are you going? Where do you think I'm going? Inside. Into Morrissey's. But there's no such place. Are you sure you're okay, officer? The joint's jumping. Can't you hear? Can't you hear the music? No, sir. I don't hear it sing. Listen, don't you hear that? On oh, the jukebox. The jukebox? Don't you know what a jukebox is? Well, yes, yeah, sure, Bob. I got this stuffy old prof, Doc Carberry. One night, the gang of us invited him down here, you know, to see how the people live. Well, it's starting to rain. You, you... And you can hear this jukebox, in Morrissey's. You hear how loud it is? But I don't hear nothing. <laughs> I can... Well, can you believe an old Doc had never seen one before? What's that, he asks? It's a jukebox, I answer. <sighs> he says... Probably named after a member of the Jukes family. You don't get it, huh? <laughs> well, in psychology, you study this very retired family yeah, named Jukes. Look,
0: the rain's beginning to come down very hard. It's Mr. a classical I...
1: clinical study. There's
0: nothing there. Hey,
1: hey, take your hand off me. I said I'm going into tomorrow. You can't go in there. The building is
0: condemned. You see what the sign said? I said take your hand off me. Yeah, but you know, look okay, here, Mister. I can see you're. I don't want to have to use force, but I warn you, don't you swing at me again. Let me alone. Now no, come on, go inside come there. No, so
2: you're not, not going, me alone.
1: going anywhere. Let me alone. I said. Oh, God. I can't. I can't push I can ever. I, I'm up. Yes, you're up. Zelda. And what
2: time is it? It's almost noon. No? I didn't wake me. I have to be at the office. Bill, don't... Don't get out of bed. What what are you talking about? Dr. Davis said he wants to see you as soon as you're awake. What for? Bill, you don't know what for. What happened last night? Last night? A policeman brought you home. What are you saying? There it was, midnight. I answered the doorbell, and you were practically draped over the policeman's shoulder like a a sack of wheat. You're kidding. Bill, the cop said he didn't want to book you. Book me? For assault. You were obviously disturbed. He felt that treating you like a criminal wasn't the answer. He was a, a very decent cop. Zelda, what is all this about? I must say, in addition to everything else, the publicity could have been the last straw. That's all we would have needed. Zelda. Bill, shut up. What were you doing in that deserted, godforsaken neighborhood? Godforsaken? Don't say that. Why were you wandering around there? Why? I don't know why. Bill, I'm trying to hold on.
1: What was I doing there? I was looking for something. What? If I tell you, you think I'm crazy.
2: I think you're crazy now.
1: I was looking for you and for me. All right. All right, I was a
2: fool to ask.
1: You really don't want to know.
2: I want an intelligent, responsive answer.
1: I guess you would. Intelligent, responsive answer. You used those words the very first night we met. Oh, Bill, please, please. We met in Morrissey's I fell in love with you at first sight. Western
2: United Industries is making the offer today. How can you talk about... How can
1: I talk about love?
2: Our lives depend on it.
1: Yes, our lives do depend on love. Oh, they'll
2: save us. Let them buy us.
1: You mean sell out.
2: You can call it whatever you like. It's our only chance to get out of debt, to, to save something from the wreck. What wreck? Now, Norman's had some preliminary discussions with their attorney. It's a a fair offer.
1: I remember. I walked into Morrissey's that night, and I saw you sitting there. You remember the tune that was on the jukebox?
2: Listen. Listen to what?
1: Can't you hear it? That's Dorsey himself on the trombone. He's gone.
2: But how great you are. Bill, was. will you please try to concentrate? Oh. Can't you hear it? No, I can't hear it.
1: You didn't have to kill us.
2: Now look, Bill. You try to relax. I'll have Dr. Davis come over here right away.
1: There's no point to it. You want him to convince me to accept some basic facts of life? Well, I accept them. I'll go down there and sign my death warrant.
2: Why do you have to call it your death warrant?
1: Because that's what it is.
2: It is nothing of the sort. You'll still run the company. Hundreds of small businesses have been taken over by big corporations.
1: I don't want to talk about it. They
2: still want you to manage it.
1: I said I'm willing to do it. Why do we have to talk about it? Now, let me shave and get dressed and get down to the office.
2: Wear wear the new dark suit.
1: Oh, absolutely. Dark has always been the proper shave for executions. Taxi. Yeah, mister. I'll go to South Broadway in Torrance. And we're off. Hell, uh, don't look too good, does it? Ain't there's gonna be a war? Well, there has to be a war. Eh? Yeah? What do you mean, uh, has to be? I yeah, figure it out. Nobody was willing to stop him when it was easy. Who's has gotta do it now that it's hard? He just keep grabbing and grabbing until nobody will have any choice. I'll, uh... Just, uh... Just who you talking about? Who do you think I'm talking about? Who else is there to talk about? Hitler. Hitler? Oh. Yeah, well, uh... I guess that sounded crazy to you. No, no, no. No, no. No, not really. Sometimes I... I kind of, well, I... I go back. Oh, well, that's perfectly all right. I go back all the time myself. (laughs) Do you? Oh, I don't know if the old days were better or if it's just that we were younger... I tell you one thing, the music was better. Ah, what great bands they had in them days, huh? Marie, the dawn is breaking, Marie, you'll soon be waking, Duddy. D- driver, uh, huh? Yeah? I, ch- I changed my mind. Take me to, uh, 280 LaSalle. I even remember the number. It's the corner of Tremont. Oh, yeah, you just made yourself a deal. Yeah. Hey, you sure you want to go there? I'm positive. But that neighborhood, there just ain't
0: nothing. (laughs) Okay. You're the doctor.
1: Tremont, just off LaSalle. Lieutenant, keep a change. Hey, you mean, you want to get out here? That's why I came. Mister, listen, for blocks around
0: it, it's deserted. It's all coming down. I mean, you can even hear the wrecking crews. some of these buildings, they got junkies, all kinds of weird characters. It it, it ain't safe. You
1: know, you're a character. I'm just going into Morrissey's. Check Morrissey's. Morrissey's? Yeah, but all the cab drivers seem to be characters. Is it part of the union rules? (laughs) Can't you hear the music? Music? You were just singing it. Hear
0: it? Well, I tried. But like they say, to each their own. Jackie. Well, you look at who's here. Billy Boy Well, can we say that Morrissey's lives? Let me give you some actual data. Jack Morrissey opened a neighborhood bar in 1933. In 1941, he closed it when he enlisted in the Army. Jack Morrissey was killed in North Africa... at the Kasserine Pass in 1942. The place was never reopened. But here we find ourselves... as part of the busy, happy crowd of Jack Morrissey's. How do you account for it? Well, you know we account for everything... eventually. And part of the accounting will occur when I return in just a few moments with Act Two. (laughs) I would give a thousand tomorrows, a poet said, for just one of my yesterdays. Well, today is yesterday for Bill Harlow. He has just walked through a door, and almost 35 years have suddenly fallen away. The far away and the long ago has just become the here and the now. Here he is in Morrissey's, where the college crowd hung out. And here are the girls, just as he remembers them. With their hair parted in the middle, high in the front, and curled up at the shoulders. Here are the guys. In sweaters and pleated pants and loafers, and the music. Oh, that music! Well, how are you doing, Billy? I may
1: just enlist. Oh no, that's a drastic step. Well, might as well get in there first. Yeah. Never be first in anything, Billy. Let some other guy do the spade work. You see what I mean? <laughs> Who's around tonight, Jack? Well, uh, well, there's your old buddy Norman nice dish sitting there with him. Yeah, very, very nice. I uh, think she's giving you the eye. Oh, no, no, she belongs to nobody. A woman belongs to nobody. What do you want me to do, steal her from my best friend? He'd steal her from you,
2: wouldn't
1: he? Hi, folks. Uh Uh-oh, what are you doing here? I just fell in love, Norman, with that girl you're sitting with. Now, what kind of an answer is that?
2: Well, I think you could call it an intelligent, responsive answer. <laughs> oh, you could, huh? Absolutely intelligent because he shows good taste. Mm-hmm. And uh, responsive because it answers the question. What's your name? Bill
1: Harlow. Uh, Billy, get lost.
2: <laughs> My name is Zelda Newsom. Come on, sit down. Thank you. Where were you all this time?
1: Hey, Normie, we mustn't let the music die. Put a nickel in the jukebox. Wait a minute. I thought this was my date.
2: Anything by Glenn Miller?
1: They have everything by Glenn Miller. Normie, do the honors. Yeah, behave yourself with my date, will you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't answer my question. Where was I? Oh,
1: I was out there looking for you.
2: Well, now you found me.
1: I would like to give you an engagement, (laughs) Rick.
2: Oh, are we engaged? Sure.
1: Except I don't have one. I could give you my fraternity pin. But? I don't belong to a fraternity.
2: Oh. Well, I'm not sure I could be interested in a pauper.
1: Oh, I'm not completely without wealth.
2: Oh. Are you a millionaire in disguise? You see this? And what is that supposed to be?
1: It's not supposed to be anything. It is. Yes? Now, the average person would look at this and say it's just a little black pebble. But it isn't. This is a small stone. See how highly polished it is? Uh huh. From the tomb of King Tut.
2: I am impressed.
1: You should be. It's my most precious possession.
2: I'll keep it always.
1: Shall we dance?
0: buddy officer tom bergen how come you ain't made chief huh? hey what are you doing in this godforsaken neighborhood i'm trying to get out of it how'd you get into it <laughs> i had a fear you mean somebody wanted to come down here Would you believe it i had a guy wanted to go to LaSalle corner
1: corner Tremont. And next week that joint ain't gonna exist the is ball is gonna ladle no, no wait but this was a genuine 18 carat nut take me to morris hey, he hey, hey, hey wait,
0: wait, wait a sec A tall guy, kind of distinguished looking, a a little bit
1: gray. Yeah, that's right. The guy looked legit. He points to this building that's falling apart. That's Morris,
0: he says. Just like it was a live swinging joint, and then he walks. Yeah, 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 he would. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Thanks for telling me.
1: I'll have a couple of beers, Jack, for me and my girl. Your
0: girl, huh?
1: She come in here with Norman, and I see Norman's gone home. Well, I would have done the same for him. Uh, what is this gift you got with the girls, Billy? Well, what can I tell you? You have to be born with it. Or you do without it. Ah, Billy, she's just another dame. You're telling me. I think that Norman was gone on her. Well, she made the choice. I hope he forgives you. But, me and I, we're like brothers. Blood brothers. yeah, yeah. Anyhow, he wasn't sore when he left. Oh, i seen that big smile of his. But you never know how a guy's taking it inside. Oh, come on, Jack. A guy himself
0: may not even know how he's taking it. Like, it may be boiling away deep down where he don't know it. And then maybe 10, 20, even 30 years
1: from now, he
0: could suddenly make you
1: pay the price. I could stand here and be enriched by your wisdom forever, Jack, but the most beautiful girl in the world is sitting there at the table waiting for me.
2: Yeah. Well, what was that earnest conversation you were having with my host, Jack Morrissey? Oh,
1: just man-to-man conversation.
2: Tell me about it.
1: Do you mean I have to tell you absolutely everything?
2: Absolutely.
1: Well, Silda. Silda, what is it? What's happening, What's happening, to, happening us? to us?
0: Hey, Mr. Harnell.
1: Silda? Silva. She's gone. Hey, Mr. Harlow. Morrissey's gone. It's all gone. Where did he go? Look, Mr. Harlow, you can't stay here. It it was all here. Jack Morrissey's... Don't you understand? You don't want to get yourself into trouble, Mr. Harlow. It was here. July 30th, 1939. The night I met Zelda... She was Norman's date. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But don't you patronize me? No, I I I won't. I'll tell you straight out. You imagined it. I didn't. It was real. Oh. Case who it was real to you.
0: So's a dream. But you wake up and the dream is gone, right? And now this is gone, too. Yes, it's gone. Well, we we better be getting out of here. This place is
1: dangerous. Morrissey's danger. Yeah, the buildings are being knocked down on all sides And the vibrations could... Yeah, come on Yes, yes, officer I'll come along quietly The policeman is your best friend That's what my mother used to tell me Do mothers tell that to their kids today? I wouldn't know, sir No, I wouldn't know either We never had kids, Zelda and I Maybe if we'd had them It might have been different if... Yeah, well, come on I think we better go now Yeah huh? Wait
0: well,
1: What's the matter? Look. Where? On the floor. That little stone. A little black stone. So okay, what about it? Here.
2: Hey,
1: look at it. It's the stone I just gave to Zelda. This is it. This is the exact same stone. Now look, Mr. Harlow. On july 30th, 1939, in this place, I gave a girl named Zelda Newsom a little black stone. And here it is. How do you account for it? I don't know. I
0: can't account for anything. All I know is that this joint's been deserted for years. And the law says no trespassing. So do we go?
1: All right. Let's go. Bill. Hello, Zelda. Norman. Bill.
2: Is that all you can say? Hello? Hello? What are you doing here at home?
1: It's obvious I've been listening to one of my favorite records.
2: Turn that thing off.
1: It used to be your favorite record, too. Now, please, Bill, do you mind? We have some serious matters to discuss. Oh, we certainly do. We certainly do, Zelda. That night we met... I gave you a stone, remember?
2: Norman and I waited for you at the office. The man from United Western Industries was there.
1: You don't remember that little black stone, Zelda? Uh, Bill, excuse me. I have to say this. You did not create a favorable impression. You said you'd always keep the stone, Fortunately, I think we saved the situation. Don't be so
2: modest, Norman. You saved the situation.
1: Why didn't you keep the stone, Zelda?
2: I don't know what stone you're talking about.
1: Listen to us. And less than an hour ago, we spoke to each other with such love We were so thrilled. We were so excited by each other's presence.
2: Less than an hour ago. You are crazy. We did.
1: We met for the first time. You don't want to remember.
2: Bill, will you please, please concentrate? I am trying to tell you, Norman worked out the deal. Did you,
1: Norman? Yes. You see, Zelda and I. Oh, Zelda and you? Yes.
2: We have worked very closely on it for a long time, Norman and I. Uh, Norman and you? Yes, Norman and I. I. It had to be Norman and me. Who else would have kept the business alive?
1: You've been very close with Norman, haven't you, huh?
2: Just what does that mean?
1: Well, maybe you think you made the wrong choice back there in Morrissey. Uh, Maybe she did. I'd better go now. No, stay. Uh, Would you have been happier with Norman? Sober, steady, reliable Norman?
2: Disregard all of this, Norman. We have to discuss what happened today while you weren't there, Bill.
1: Now, Bill, look. You'll still be president of the company. That's nice. But... Ah, the butt. I become chief executive officer in charge of operations. I see. Well, you know what it proves. Jack Morrissey was right. Now, now, now what are you saying? Poor Norman. You kept it bottled up all these years. But you never forgave me. And today, you buried the knife. Bill, I didn't want the job. Oh, I bet you kicked and screamed.
2: Won't you try to understand? It's the only deal United Western will accept. But I don't accept
0: it. Do you want to know the truth, Bill? The awful, terrible truth? They don't have to give us any kind of deal at
1: all. They can wait a year until you go bankrupt and then just move in and pick up the pieces. You you really don't remember the stones, Zelda? Can't we
2: have a sensible conversation? You're getting
1: off lucky, Bill. Am I? Why? The truth is, you don't know how to run a company in today's market. That's true. I believe in quality. Yes, you justify yourself with that word, quality. But quality is a thing of the past. It costs money. People refuse to pay for it. As long as I run this company... When did you ever run this company? I carried you. Shut up!
0: Look, I'm sorry. I'm going back to the office,
1: and you should go back, too. We have to meet with the United Western People. Well, you sure spoke your piece, didn't you? Oh, Bill, Bill... You were a big, friendly boy
0: with the gift of gab. But after a while, it all wore a bit thin. Goodbye.
2: You better go back to the office.
1: Yes, but let's go back. But not to the office. Let's go back to Jack Morrissey's.
2: Jack Morrissey is dead and gone. And you and I can't do the Lindy anymore. We were happy. We were so happy. Because we were children. You never wanted to grow up. Except responsibility.
1: Wouldn't you like to go back to when we were really in love?
2: You're still a kid. And you still ask a child's questions.
1: But I've gone back. Once again, I felt that thrill. The thrill I knew the night we met.
2: You even sound like a song of 30 years ago.
1: I saw how you looked. You didn't have a line on your face, a doubt in your heart, a, a worry in your
2: head. Please, Bill, go to the office. Salvage something. I have to go back. I can't live here anymore. What do you mean by here? The present. The present is all we have. The future never comes and the past is dead.
1: This time, I won't let anybody break into it. I'll know how to hold on to it. Come back with me, Zelda. Come back. Come back.
0: It was Albert Einstein who said The past, the present, and the future are all mixed up You can go forward in time And you can go backward in time Exactly how is not crystal clear But the theoretical possibilities are accepted by science Backed by such assurances We can certainly give Bill Harlow a little bit of credence, can't we? I'll be back shortly with Act Three. The promise of youth. Who has seen it fulfilled? Not most of us, that's for sure. And so maturity becomes a matter of more or less graceful reconciliation between the dreams of the boy and the realities of the man. We say more or less gracefully to describe the reconciliation because while there are people who accept failure with very little grace, at least they do accept it, then we have Bill Harlow who refuses to accept it at all.
1: Come back there with me, Zelda. Zelda, you and I, we're still there. We're still sitting in Jack Morrissey's. We never
2: left. Bill, how can we be sitting in Jack Morrissey's if we're sitting here?
1: I don't know, but I was there an hour ago. I think of how beautiful you looked. It it breaks my heart.
2: Bill, it won't work. We're what we are now What the last 35 years have made us No You simply cannot accept life That's not life, that's That's death 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 is also a part of life Please, come back To Jack Morris's. Yes Where you can still get a A big glass of beer for a dime And you can dance all night And there's no gray in your hair And only love in your heart And all the world is friendship and music Was that the only time in your life that you were really happy?
1: Is it a crime to want to hold on to happiness?
2: No. It isn't a crime. It's a delusion, but it isn't a crime. We can go back. I don't want to hear any more about it. But I can prove it. I've got the proof. You go back to your office and you grow up. Zelda, I said I could prove it. You go to the office or I'll walk out on you right now. Zelda. I mean it.
1: Hey Norman what's on your mind Bill I <coughs> well excuse me the reorganization and well, well it was decided that this would become my office oh then I better get out of here right away huh oh there's really no hurry I mean no take a few days sure I uh Bill look I'm sorry we had those words back at your apartment we never really were friends were we Norman I don't know what you're talking about. And now you're getting back at me for everything. Now, Bill, I know we can work together and justify the faith that the new management has in us. Oh, that's a terrific speech, Norman. Terrific. Precise, pungent, and pithy. Well, which one of us answers it? This is now your office, but it's probably for me. Oh, come on. Yes?
2: Mr. Harlow? Yeah. You're expected to meet with the United Western people in the conference room in 20 minutes along with Mr. Hollis. And, oh, your
1: wife is here. Thank you, Miss Bain. Send the dear girl in. So, you and I are going to meet with the new management and they'll ask questions. And they'll see how bright you are and how stupid I am. Bill, that is ridiculous. (sighs) Is that that how you set it up?
2: Set what up?
1: Mm, It's nothing. That's right, nothing. It's just old Bill being paranoid again. I've got to get some figures together. I'll see you in the conference room.
2: Bill, I know it's hard. It's hard for you to work with Norman as... Well, on an adult level, to accept him as an equal. Brilliant Bill plotting Norman. But you need each other.
1: You mean you really don't remember the stones, Zelda?
2: The stone. King Tut's royal stone. Then why did you pretend? Maybe I wanted to forget. Why? Because so much has happened to us. Zilda... Don't try to rake it up, Bill.
1: Let's have it out.
2: All right? All right.
1: Let's talk. About Marie. I was never in love with Marie. That
2: didn't make it any easier for me.
1: I thought we agreed to forget about I Marie.
2: I never said I would forget Marie. I only agreed not to let her break up our marriage.
1: Zelda, she was the only one in all these years. Uh, oh, the
2: only one? Well, I think that calls for some sort of medal. How
1: long does it last? A couple of months?
2: And what's a couple of months in a lifetime, hmm?
1: You promised you'd never forget that stone.
2: Oh, yes, the stone. Uh, that was the day I learned I had an associate. Zelda. Another partner. In my marriage. You know what I did with that... that funny little black stone... which you said came from King Tut's tomb? Well, it really didn't. Oh, I always knew that. I went for a walk... on the Starrett Street Bridge. And I stopped at the rail over at the middle of the river. And I had a wild idea to throw myself off the bridge... But I threw the stone instead. And by now, it sunk deep into the riverbed, under a hundred feet of water. So you see, it's gone.
1: Zelda, if we could get that stone back. Oh, sure. That stone, the stone I gave you the night we met... The night it began for
2: us. That stone is gone. It's gone forever. It's gone beyond recall. No. Bill, you have to grow up. You have to accept it. Because the stone is like the past. Dead. Buried. You cannot bring it back.
1: I have brought it back.
2: Oh, Bill, please.
1: Look. Look here. Look at what I have in my hand. Take it. What is it? You know what it is.
2: That can't be the stone.
1: You remember. You took it to a jeweler. You, you, you had our initials engraved on it. B-Z.
2: You found another stone just like it.
1: Hold it. Look at it. Feel it. It's the stone. Our stone.
2: I threw it off the Starrett Street Bridge. Nobody could ever find it.
1: But I went back and found it before you threw it away. I went back to the night of July 30th, 1939.
2: You couldn't.
1: We were 19 years old. I don't believe it. We're still 19 years old. Come with me. I'll prove it. We're in Jack Morrissey's at the corner of LaSalle and Tremont, and we're 19.
2: It's impossible.
1: Listen. Don't you hear the jukebox? It's playing the slow tune. I... Let's go back. Let's be 19 again. But... It's another chance. It's another chance to live another life. And this time, this time I'll know better. This time I won't waste it. This time I'll grow up. Don't you want to be 19 again? I'm afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. What were we afraid of when we were 19? We didn't know what the word meant.
2: It's gone. The neighborhood, it's all gone.
1: Hurry, we're not supposed to go into the building. Why? Because... Oh, it doesn't matter. Here, this is it.
2: This... This was Jack Morrissey.
1: It still is inside. Now, let's duck in quickly, before we're seen.
2: Uh, no, I, I'm afraid to go in there.
1: Why? Hurry, before somebody comes along.
2: It's a crazy-looking building. It looks as if it'll fall apart any minute.
1: Come on in.
2: But, Can't you see there's nobody inside?
1: There isn't? Listen. Do you hear it? Uh, What are we waiting for? It's July 30th, 1939, and we're about to meet for the first time. You see that table near the wall? That's where you were sitting with Norman. Go there. I'll join you in
0: a minute. Well, it's Billy the Bridegroom And how's married life?
1: I recommend it highly Try it, Jack oh, I've done without it for 40 years
0: You look handsome in that uniform, Billy uh,
1: Why don't you enlist, Jack? If we get into the war, I will No, 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 no This frowns on me, soldier boy Well, it's about time <laughs> See? See, darling? It's just as it was the night we met.
2: Something. Something's wrong.
1: What are you talking about?
2: If this is the night we met. Where's Norman? Norman? It was Norman who brought me here. I was his date, remember? Well. And you're in uniform. This can't be July 30th, 1939. You didn't enlist till August of nineteen forty. Well,
1: but what's the difference?
2: Look at the calendar over the bar. What does it say? Tell me.
1: December sixth, nineteen forty-one. Tomorrow is Pearl Harbor. Well, what's the difference that we pick up our lives on December the sixth, nineteen forty-one, or July thirtieth, nineteen
2: thirty-nine? We were here that night. I remember. So do I. I remember. Everybody who was in this place.
1: What's to remember? You can see them.
2: There's Jack Morrissey behind the bar. Norman isn't here. He wasn't then either. Zelda? No, listen. There's Tommy Burke... and Fred Novak... and Bert Ullman... and Jacqueline Myers... and Kitty... and Edith... Of course. And... all of them... are dead today.
1: They can't be dead today...
2: Here they are I don't mean December 6th, 1941 I mean now The boys, every one of them was killed in the war The girls Jackie died in childbirth Kitty was killed in an accident Edith had an operation and she, she never, she but never recovered what does recovered. this have to do with... But don't you see? It won't be different, it'll be all the same We'll do it the same way again
1: No, Zelda, no We'll make it different How? This time we'll know better
2: Why? How will we know better? We'll have forgotten I'm starting to forget already Zelda, don't be afraid I can't help it Look at this place It's the place of the dead Don't say that The dead Everything is dead here All these people are dead now The music is dead The building is dead And if we stay here, we'll be dead too.
1: No. This is where we can start a new
2: life. Let's get out of here. Uh, How can you say dead? Can't you see everybody? Can't you hear the music? No. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. I'm in an old, battered, broken down building. The ceiling is going to cave in any minute. The walls are ready to collapse.
1: Why do I hear it? do i see it why is it so real to me because you need it
2: all right you need it too no no i'm not afraid to live to grow where are you going home please come with me home i'm home now they're tearing down the building do you want to stay and die
1: i'm gonna stay and live Silver. Right, Silver. Hey, you! Be
2: that ball!
0: Hold it! Let's come the doorway that building! Wait! Wait, my husband's inside! He's in there! Be clear, Lady! No, somebody go in and get him! No, oh, nobody can go in there now, Lady Look! They never found his body. But then again, they never found the bodies of anyone else inside the place either. All the people who were in Jack Morrissey's the night of December 6th, 1941. Maybe Morrissey's is a state of mind. After all, doesn't everyone have a private?